Hello and welcome to Bold Statements, Not So Bold Predictions, where we've got receipts. I'm your host, Keith Cork, and I'm here along with my co-host and good buddy, Trey Hill. And we are excited. We've got a great show for you guys here today. Um, just in case you haven't listened before, BSPP is a show where we put our credibility on the line each and every week. Uh, each host and each guest starts with 100 credits for the season. And throughout the show, we place wagers on game outcomes, player props, futures, and much, much more. Uh, just getting started here. So Trey and I are actually both at our starting level of 100 cred points. And uh, we'll be looking to, to make some uh, make some headway there. We'll be looking to, um, you know, really uh, get up those credits. We'll be putting one to three bets on things and and uh, looking to grow our, our bank account here on BSPP, so to speak. But uh, before we get started, I want to let you know BSPP is brought to you by Hoopball. And man, I'll tell you, Trey, uh, the early Brewski 150, uh, you know, it's, it's it's about to drop here. And I need to be all up on top of it because that Brewski 150 last year, uh, and this is for fantasy basketball, it just blew all the other fantasy rankings out of the water. Um, you know, if, if you go to Brewski on Twitter and you follow him, he actually has a post about it. But, you know, actual paid competitions. No, there was nothing that compared to this guy's ranking. So, you know, I'm going to pick that up. Uh, you can actually get the fantasy pass over there for just $4.99 a month, which is really, really cheap. And you get you access to, to that Brewski 150 uh, all season long. And you can get some uh, official picks for from Trey, myself, and some other excellent capers in, uh, for just $9.99 a month with our HoopBall wager pass. You just need to go to HoopBall.com. That's Hoop-Ball.com. You can pick up all that good stuff. So... Uh, but man, Trey, I, I think we got to get started talking here today about the big news. We we're going to talk about maybe you know Kevin Love turning down the the, um, the buyout from the Cavaliers, but something else popped up that's a little bit more enticing. I'd say uh, Ben Simmons. We, ben Simmons, go ahead. We nibbled on it. We nibbled on it on the the first show we did together, and Ben Simmons officially requesting out. I had said that it was like a staring contest between Portland and Philly on which team was going to crack first and Ben Simmons just came in with a sledgehammer to the foundation I feel like yeah he really did man he really uh undercut some of that leverage that uh that Maury had I mean uh, I don't know man here's here's the question here's what we really got to talk about here on BSVP we got to talk about where is this guy going to end up I've actually got my bookie open right now and I'm actually looking at the odds uh, they've got the Sacramento Kings at plus 325, Golden State Warriors at plus 500, Portland Trailblazers at plus 1,000, and then um, they've also got the Timberwolves here at plus 375. Those are the four that they've got at, at uh, quote-unquote best odds here to land Ben Simmons. Where do you think he ends up, man? If you would have asked me two hours ago, I would have I would have guessed um... – the Timberwolves, but I saw Dame Lillard liked a Photoshop of him and Ben Simmons together. If you're Portland and you see you see that, I, I'm on the Portland bandwagon now. I think Ben Simmons, if he ends up anywhere, it's going to be Portland. My mind still says more with what Maury's asking for, it's going to be too rich and they're going to go into the season with Ben Simmons there. But if I had to pick a team, if I was going to pick a team that he was getting traded to, it's definitely the Trailblazers at this point. Yeah, man, the, la the last time we talked, I said, you know, I'm pretty much sold on him being on the 76ers when the season opens. And that may be the case, but he has said he will not play for them. So that's just going to be awkward if he's just sitting on the sidelines and not playing and, uh, you know, probably not even showing up to games. I mean, it's going to be a whole lot of intrigue around around the situation if he doesn't play. I, I think he gets traded before the season starts now, um, which is a di a different from what I said before. I'm glad and he bets down on that. But I am willing. I am. I am actually going to go ahead. I am going to lock in, man. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers at plus one thousand. I'm locking in for two units. I'm going heavy on it. I am just so confident. All these rumors that are floating around. We've heard 
obviously Dame Lillard. I don't think that's going to happen. I think you and I both agree that's not going to happen. You're not going to pray Dame, pry Dame Lillard away from the uh, Portland Trailblazers. That was a long shot before. I think now that you've lost that leverage, it's really not going to happen. Um, but I think C.J. McCollum, I think that's probably the best player that I have heard in any of these trade talks. You've heard um, with the Kings, Halliburton, and Heald, but they have said they don't want Halliburton to move. You've heard, um, you know, a couple other ones, but but CJ's uh, in my mind the best player that I've heard out there in exchange for for Ben Simmons. What do you think? I think he's the best player I've heard out there for Ben Simmons. I think he's the best fit out there in terms of some guy you can slot in there. We'll give them an offensive threat, at, you know, from the guard position. You need Thibel to step up on defense, but you can't go to you can't go to Joel Embiid and say we're going to trade Ben Simmons and we're going to get seven first round picks for him. <laughs> like it, it's really hard. You, it's hard to do that, even if you go to him and say, because we're going to try and trade for Dame or we're going to try and trade for Bill. I, I feel like you got to get somebody back that can play with that can play with them. And McCollum's the answer for that. Ben Simmons would fit excellent in Portland with Dame. And I, if you picked any other team, I was ready to have the air horn to go. <laughs> but you picked Portland, so I can't argue with it. I'm not betting it because I, I still think he, I think Maury's too stubborn to trade him mm-hmm. until he has to. But I, I can't I can't call BS on that one. Yeah, I have to admit that the plus one thousand it's 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 long odds, so I'm a little bit nervous about it. And I right after I put it down because I put it down at, right after I saw the tweet about him asking out, and um, I got a little nervous because in my opinion, there's two teams that really have the assets that they'll be looking for in any kind of exchange. I think it's the Trailblazers, and I think it's also the um, uh, Golden State Warriors. But the Warriors, I think you know they'd have to include Wiseman in that. That's not a great fit with with Embiid at all. Um, I, they're not getting Clay. They're not going to get rid of, they might get rid of Draymond, but uh, does that fit better than Ben Simmons next to Joel Embiid? I, it doesn't. I mean, I just, I just think really, honestly, everything I've seen out there, the only thing that really makes sense to me is CJ McCollum. So um, a good, I'm glad we're in agreement there. No, no BS called. I'm, uh, I'm staking my, my two, two uh, little uh, units there. So we'll see. That's the first official play. Uh, we did have a, a show a little earlier. Uh, we did record one uh, a couple days ago, but this is actually going to be the one we're going to have the, our official plays, first official plays. So my first official plays a, a plus 1,000 odds. I don't know about that. Who knows? But we'll see. If I hit, it'll be huge. So, um, anyways. We are going to move on. To, uh, we're going to move on to a segment that we like to call "Stats Don't Lie," and this is actually great. This is a perfect to piggyback off of because if you saw Joel Embiid actually twi- uh, on Twitter uh, defending Ben Simmons, he actually uses the term "Stats Don't Lie," and I came up with the segment <laughs> name before he did that, so I feel kind of good about it. But uh, but the question mark there is is on purpose because sometimes stats definitely do lie. Uh, but what we're going to do in this um, segment is we're actually going to go ahead and just blind read some stat lines off to the other host. And uh, we're going to ask them to rank those players. It's going to be player A, player B, player C, player D. And we're going to ask the um, – I'm going to ask Trey to rank the, those four players for me, A, one through four. And then I'm going to kind of go over why why we're comparing these players. But let me just go ahead and jump into it. Um, so, Trey, here's what I got for you today. Let me tell you this. Trey, player A has 24.9 points per game. And these are all shooting guards, by the way. And these are, and these are uh, per 36 minutes numbers, so per 36. 24.9 points per game, 47.5 uh, field goal percentage, 1.73 pointers made, 37.1 three-point percentage, 5.3 free throws made per game, 81.5% free throw, uh, 4.5 assists per game, and 2.8 turnovers. Player B, 21.3 points per game, 45, 82, 
39 shooting splits. I think I have that backwards. Sorry, 45, 39, 82 shooting splits. I knew what you meant. 3.4 three-pointers made per game, 4.4 assists per game, and 1.9 turnovers per game. Player C, 23.3 points per game, 46, uh, 43, and 89 shooting split, 3.8 three-pointers per game, uh, 2.8 assists per game, and two turnovers per game. And then we've got player D. Player D has 25.3 points per game, 51, 42, 81 for his shooting splits, 2.23 pointers made per game, 6.3 assists per game, and 3.2 turnovers per game. These are shooting guards. Those are per 36 numbers. Player A, B, C, and D, why don't you rank them for me? All right, I've got I've got player D first. He has he scores the most points per game. He's the second best at three point percentage, but he's the only one that's above fifty percent at field goal percentage. And he's got a great assist to turnover ratio. After that, I'm probably going I'm probably going player C, and then because I like the spacing that he would offer that would complement my team. And then after that, I'm go. I'm just gonna go backwards. D, C, B, A. I almost went. I almost <laughs> flopped A and B. But I'm just. I'm just gonna go backwards. I'm big on the spacing from the shooting guard position. And I don't know who player A is. He might come back to bite me. But I'm gonna just go backwards. D, C, B, A. Okay. So we we've got Trey ranking up D, C, B, A. Let me go ahead and tell you who you ranked here. You've got Shea Gilgis Alexander, SGA. At, I'm confident uh, in that one. Yeah, that's a pretty good player. Second, you've got Buddy Heald. Third, you have Terry Rogier. And fourth, you have Colin Sexton. Uh, now, I have to say, one of these guys actually isn't um, – This is these are all stat lines from last season except for one. Buddy Heald's actually from his age 26 season, which is the 2018-2019 season. And, uh, you know, that's pretty good. I, I actually had it – I did have um, A and B flipped, Trey, not to lie, not to, you know, just to, just to kind of piggyback off of you there. So I did actually have um, Sexton above Rozier. And here's here's why I'm bringing this up. Here's why I'm comparing these guys. Terry Rozier just landed a four-year, $97 million extension with the Charlotte Hornets. And they're going to keep him through the 2025-26 season. Uh, why? <laughs> I, have to, I, just, I, I don't understand. I don't get that contract at all. I really don't. Um, if you just kind of just put this... <laughs> what what were you going to have them do with the money? Because uh, I was with you. I did not like the contract either. Mm-hmm. And I have a friend who is a huge Hornets fan, mm-hmm. and he he presented it to me. He's like, "What else did you, What else were you going to have them do with the money?" And when I looked at it, there's not a lot else to do. He he mm-hmm. played a lot better than you than people realize, and he compliments Lamelo extremely well. But you're it, it is a ridiculous looking contract. But do you think? After when all, what what's Buddy Hield make a year? Yeah, so I was gonna say, you know, in the next season, here's here's where those guys' contracts are gonna be. SGA is making um, a shade under five point five mil. Obviously, he's still on that rookie contract. He's gonna get the extension. Yeah, he's so he we'll, signed a max already. So he's oh, did he? Oh, he did already. Okay, sorry, I, I I missed that. So he's got a max coming. So he'll be making bank. Buddy Hield's making twenty two mil, uh, twenty two point five mil, basically. So that's a huge contract. Probably a bad contract. Uh, Sexton six uh, a shade under six point five mil, 
and then Scary Terry uh, for next season is going to be making a, a shoot under 18 mil, but uh, obviously that extension is going to kick in too. So, um, yeah, I, 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 you know, I, I think he ends up being the cheapest of those. I think when because part of Sexton's hinder or hesitance to stay in Cleveland is they haven't worked out the extension and he wants more money. But I think he ends up making more than Rogier. Well, here's the thing though. Um, all those seasons that I point that I that we compared just now. Those are actually their best seasons. And the reason I want to compare these guys because they're all four on teams that are struggling, sort of, right? I mean, the Charlotte Hornets are obviously um, in contention to probably be a playoff team. I mean, they can end 7, 8, 9, 10. And I think we'd all be like, okay, that's not a big shock. But SGA, he's on he's on the Oklahoma City Thunder, right? They're not really going anywhere. Uh, Buddy Heald's on the Kings. Uh, you know, they're knocking on the playoffs, but they haven't quite gotten there yet. And then obviously Sexton's on, on the Cleveland Cavaliers, and, and who knows what's going to happen with them. They're not going to make the playoffs this year, most likely. So um, I think they're all four in a similar situation. Uh, I guess, you know, if you take it, if you take everything into consideration, maybe it's a reasonable contract. But you've got LaMelo Ball, and you've got Booknight you just got. I just, I just don't see why, unless they're planning on maybe um, using that security that they've got and having him locked down through the 25-26 season to trade him, you know, once he's eligible to be traded. Maybe I see that. I don't know. I just think, I just don't, I don't understand that contract. I, and I know what you're saying, that they didn't have a lot of places to give the money to. And I get that. But at the same time, I think he probably could have found a better, a better, better use for it. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. What do you got for me? All right. Um, I've got four players. Now, my guys are all centers, and all of the stat lines are per 36, but from last year. Player A, 21 points per game on 52-35-69 shooting. He shot four and a half three-pointers a game. That's how many attempts. Now, I didn't do makes like you did. I did attempts because I was more thinking about the spacing uh, aspect of it. Four and a half attempts. Eight... 8.6 8.6 rebounds, 1.9 assists, 1.8 turnovers, two blocks, and 0.9 steals. For player for player B, I've got 20.1 points per game on 57-25-80 shooting splits. He doesn't shoot three-pointers really at all. He 0.1 attempts a game, 9.6 rebounds, 5.8 assists, 2.8 turnovers, 1.1 block, and 1.3 steals. Player C, 25.1 points per game on 47-40-84 shooting splits. He attempts 6.7 threes a game, 12.5 rebounds, 4.1 assists, 1.9 turnovers, 0.7 blocks, and one steal a game. And for player D, 18.1 points per game on 59-0-57 shooting splits with no three-pointers attempted at all. 17.1 rebounds, 0.9 assists, 1.4 turnovers, 2.4 blocks, and 0.8 steals. Okay. And these are for centers? Yes, these are all for centers. Centers. Okay. All right. Um, So, yeah, I'm looking at this. uh, You know, I I think I've got to go with player C. Um, You know, just the the bold 25.1 points. I mean, that's, you know, a good four points above anybody else. I like that production out of the center position. And this guy's out there shooting threes. I don't mind that if the guy's shooting 40% from threes. So I actually like him probably the best. Um, And he's even throwing in 12.5 rebounds even on top of doing that. Um, You know, I kind of like this guy the best. He's not necessarily a defensive guy, but uh, in my opinion, the NBA is not, not necessarily big on defense anyways. Uh, then I think I got to go B. I got to go B. I like that, you know, 57% from the field, um, 80% from the line really struck me. 
Um, doesn't shoot threes, that's okay, but he does get um, the defensive stats, the 1.1 blocks per game, the 1.3 steals per game, and almost six assists per game. That's pretty incredible. So I like I like B. Uh, I'm going to go D. Um, D's got uh, kind of the classic center stats here, but 17.1 rebounds per game obviously sticks out to me. I don't know. I might, I might swap B and D, but uh, my gut tells me that D's probably my third favorite there. Um, and I like the 2.4 blocks per game. I mean, this guy's, you know, this is kind of your prototypical center. Um, I think that, you know, I just think, yeah, it's good. <laughs> and I'm going to go A. Uh, and the thing that really struck out to me was that and this guy's shooting 4.73 pointers per game, and he's only shooting 35%. Uh, I'm not too excited about that. Um, the two blocks per game are nice, but he doesn't really get the rebounds either, 8.6 rebounds. Um, yeah, I'm not, not really digging on player. I think he's firmly my last my last decision. Who, who did I pick? <laughs> player C, uh, your first choice was Nikola Vucevic, the center from the Chicago Bulls. Hey, my boy. You, I, knew, I knew you were going to be so happy with that whenever I saw you picked him one. Uh, player B was Bam Adebayo. Okay. Player D was Clint Capella. Okay. And player A is actually backup Minnesota center Nas Reed. Okay. So – I picked wow. these guys because you've got Vucevic, Bam, and Clint Capella. All three guys are, I think, elite fantasy centers in terms of the numbers they put up, but they all three kind of put up different numbers. And Nas Reed, I think he's just one of the most underrated backups in the league. He He's consistently been able to put up good numbers anytime he gets in. And it, I watched a lot of Minnesota. He's even better than the numbers look. I think he's just super underrated, and I wanted to see how he compared to the other guys. And I think he's a good option in, if Cat would ever get injured. Yeah, no, I, you know, I'm actually I'm a Nasri fan when it comes to fantasy for sure. And um, it's just, it is kind of interesting to see how close he is to those other guys. I think the way I rank them is probably the way, you know, given the names, I would rank them also. Um, I think Bam has more more potential than, than Clint Capella, but I think Clint Capella really um, brings a lot to the game. So I'm pretty happy with my choices there blind, blindly, but uh, it is pretty interesting to see how close Nasri is to those guys. All right, man. Well, um, we're going to get on to our next segment here, but before we do, I want to give a quick shout to our guys over at MyBookie. Uh, man, MyBookie is just simply the best sportsbook around. We already you know, looked at some some odds over there for Ben Simmons, but um, it's got a fully-fledged casino platform, and it's got any sport you can think of, any any sports bet also. You can parlay these things. You can throw things in there. It's got a prop builder. It's got all of these great things. Um, it's got live dealers too, man. Um, but if you sign up under the pro, promo code HOOPBALL, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L, you get your first deposit matched halfway up to your first $1,000. So if you put in $1,000, you get an extra $500. And we're going to move on to a segment we like to call the long ball. And we're actually going to be looking at some MyBookie numbers for this one also. Um, these are these are great options if you do put the promo code in, though, and you have a little extra money to play with when you're betting. To throw, you know, throw $5, $10, $20 on one of these long shot odds. Like these, these are the ones to throw a little money at. Yeah, one of the things I like about my bookie is, um, you know, after you put in a certain amount of uh, bets, uh, you have to meet a certain certain threshold, but you do get a free play um, that you get to put stuff like this on, which uh, is a lot of fun. So, but we're going to be looking at some rookie of the year odds, and I'm excited, man. I'm excited for this rookie class, one of the best rookie classes in recent memory. Um, right now at my bookie, we've got plus 210 for Cade Cunningham, Cunningham wow, <laughs> for rookie of the year, and then plus 280 for Jalen Green. 
plus 700 for Jalen Suggs, plus 900 for Evan Mobley. Those are the top four guys. I don't think I'm missing anyone. Let me just scroll real quick. Nope, that's it. So we've got Cunningham plus 210, Jalen Green plus 280, Suggs plus 700, Mobley plus 900. Do you have one of those four or do you have somebody else? I, I picked two. One of them is one of those four. Okay. Uh, I, Jalen Suggs, I think, has a chance to come in and put up numbers, and not only just put up numbers, but he seems to be taking the lead on that team and being a culture setter. And narrative drives half of the rookie of the year voting. If he can get the magic to like surprise play and contender status by just being the key that unlocks all of those pieces that Orlando's been collecting over these years. I think he I think he's a, has a good shot to do it. Uh, the other guy I picked was Scotty Barnes in Toronto. I think Toronto just had the season from hell last year. They had to be in Tampa. I'm a big believer in mental health playing a huge factor in how you perform. And I think Toronto had the worst of it last year. And with Scotty Barnes... Okay, all right, all right, all right. Hold on. I got a BS for you, my buddy. You're not even gonna give my guy Jalen Green any kind of love. You don't have any you don't have any. I don't like the odds. I don't like the odds. Don't like the odds. Okay, okay. That's a fair that's a fair because I honestly wrote him down as my pick, and if it was I wanted it at plus three hundred or better. Okay, okay. That that is that is fair. That is fair. Um so I think we're probably in agreement that he's gonna have a huge season, I think. Um I just you know when I look at when I look at these guys in the situations that they're in and who has the best situation, I just think you can't really beat it for for Jalen Green over there uh, for the Houston Rockets. I mean, um, you know, I know I know people are really high on Kevin Porter Jr., but uh, I just don't I, I don't know I don't see this guy getting I see this guy getting a lot of usage in his first season. I'm Jalen I'm Jalen Green all the way. There's no way I think Jalen Green's going to lose this. Um, you know, I think Kate Cunningham might end up being the better player um, long term. I don't know. That's that's debatable. But I think as far as his next season goes and, and who's going to – I mean, they're going to lose a lot of games. The Rockets going to lose a lot of games. Don't get me wrong. But Jalen Green's yep. going to hop off. <laughs> here's, 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 my, here's my bet with you, and this is something I've actually kicked around with a few other people, so I'm interested to hear your thoughts. Can Jalen Green score more than 22 points per game in his rookie season? Uh, you're wanting to take the over, right? Is where we're is where you're at because I think let me let me hear let me hear your thoughts let me hear your thoughts (laughs) I think he I think he definitely can he's a he he's just a scoring machine uh what did what Anthony Edwards average last year did he get up over twenty I don't remember I don't have that in front of me I actually um I was trying to find uh on StatMuse I was looking at the last um, rookies to to score twenty points per game or more and there were some interesting names on there but uh, Anthony Edwards no he was at nineteen point three. Okay, so he was just short, right? I I think he does. I do. I think Jalen Green is just a bucket. I don't think he has much of a much playmaking skill either. So I think he's going to be shooting most of the time. So yeah, I think he's gonna get. I think he's gonna get twenty two points a game. I don't think he gets three assists a game. I, I think you're probably right there. Um, I am gonna take the under there. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the under. We're gonna we're gonna do our gentleman's bet here. So you've got. Um, uh, Jalen Green over 20 points per game. Yep. And I've got Jalen Green under 20 points per game this season. I think, uh, man, I think he's going to be Ryan that cusp. I think he's going to end up under though. Um, let me see. I'm trying to look up. I had it in front of me, and I'm I'm sorry so, about that. So you you think Jalen Green is going to play for a losing team, <laughs> score less than 20 points per game, 
but win rookie of the year. That that's I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna call BS on that one. I'm gonna call BS, BS on that back one. At me. I got a BS back at me. Well, you know what? We're gonna wrap both those BSs up into this. Uh, well, I guess I guess we can also put another bet on there um, of your guy for rookie of the year against my guy for rookie of the year. Um, so you you said Jalen Suggs is probably your favorite uh, just with the odds. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll take Cade. I'll take I'll take Cade okay. over over Green. I think Cade and Green have about an equal chance to win it. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm happy to take Cade and you take Green, and we'll we'll put that up as a bet for Rookie of the Year if you're good with that. I'm good with it, man. We will we'll we'll, we'll go with that. And uh, yeah, that is now that you've called my bullshit, which is a very good bullshit to call. That is kind <laughs> of the iffy thing for me to call. But if it all does happen. Which, uh, which he could. I mean, anything's possible, but uh, but no, it is. Those it is all <laughs> Those will be some nice receipts to have. Yeah, yeah, some good receipts. Perfect. Uh, all right, but yeah, I think that's all we got for you today, guys. That's going to wrap us up. And um, that's all we got for BSPP. I hope you enjoyed the show. You know, wherever you're listening, whenever you're listening, please like and subscribe. And, you know, while you're there, just leave us a little review. We want to hear what we're doing well, and we all want to hear what we're not doing well. So uh, let us know. And you can find me on Twitter. Uh, I am Keith Cork. You can find me at, at BSBP Keith. That's BSBP Keith. And Trey, why don't you tell the good people where they can find you? You can find me on Twitter at Final Finally. Yep. And don't forget to follow the show, guys, at BSBP NBA. I think we might add, a, add, a, add an underscore to that one. At BSBP underscore NBA. I've done it. It's, a, it's official. Done. <laughs> so uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter, guys. And that's it. Enjoy your day.